created live on Fireside. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Gotta remember to unmute. What's wrong with me? Good morning, a good afternoon, good evening to everyone listening, wherever you are. Yes. Friends in the audience. Yes, this is great. Well, thanks. Thanks for hopping on on the Monday after the July 4th holiday here. Well, today, July 5th is the observed holiday. So mostly everybody in the United States has off. Um, we have off. Well, we, we have off well. from from our regular jobs, but we don't take off for the uh, the show. Not for the show, but because it's the <laughs> holiday, we've got a good friend, Mike Ham, in the audience, which we're excited about. Hello, Mike. What is up, Mike? Welcome. And, uh, it looks like you made Patrick moderator instead of me. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> No biggie. No biggie. Fixed. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. How is the audio? Can you hear Chris okay? Clap if you can. Clap your hands in the air. Woo! And how is my audio? Yes! All right. Thank you for helping us with that audio check. Always so important. Audio check one, two, one, two. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three, four. What song is that? Uh, that I know. I know the song, but I can't remember. Uh, can't. Check, baby, check, baby. One, two, one, one two, two check, baby, check. <laughs> I'm blanking <laughs> out on the artist, too. <laughs> Normally, that's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure right, it Right. We'll out. figure it out. We'll get there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, welcome, everybody. Uh, we're really excited to have uh, you joining us live here today on the Chris and Amanda show. And uh, because... It is the day after 4th of July, July 5th. A man and I wanted to do a, I guess, a 4th of July inspired show where we pick songs for each other this week that were, uh, I guess, America inspired, patriotic inspired. Uh, and uh, so, and I, you know, I was, I loved the list of songs you sent me this week. They were really good. Uh, I, had a, I had a good time so listening to So different from your songs you sent yeah. me, which is never a surprise but really i was like wow we even our patriotic songs are so different yeah i love it and you're good as well and that that was so on purpose because first of all i knew that i was going to get somewhere around the crop of songs that you sent me and (laughs) i was like well here are songs right from my fourth of july playlist so let me scan this and i go which ones are going to be ones i can guarantee there's no way amanda's heard before so i was like there's these these songs i don't think that you've ever heard before i guess we will find out (laughs) yeah so i'm I'm hope i'm hoping that they they begin to make your that they get added to your fourth of july playlist now spoiler alert i hadn't heard any of them (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert (laughs) We all know I read the end of the book and watch the last part of the movie first, so I'll just right. throw that out. <laughs> so yeah. I know everyone in the audience was on the edge of their seat about that. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. <laughs> so, Amanda, do you want to tell everybody how the show works if they're new to Absolutely. listening to us for the first time? Absolutely. If you are new here, we are thankful for you, and we are thankful to all of our visitors and our listeners and our community that always come back. But how this show works is I pick three songs of my choosing. Chris picks three songs of his. Our music backgrounds are completely different, so it's always fun to see our reactions, and we rate each other's songs on a complicated scale of one record to five records <laughs> one meaning it's a dumpster fire you're gonna throw it away and never listen to it again five is it is a, not only is it on our playlist to listen to in the future but it's just one of those songs you just can't get out of your head and it deserves to have like a trophy and so those are our five records and we've had several of them now that we're on episode 11 so hard to believe yes episode 11 we we're Last week, we officially started our double digits, and now we're 11 days old, 11 weeks old. <laughs> 11 weeks old. So it, just doing quick math, so each episode has minimum. Sometimes we throw in an extra of six songs. Mm. So that's 66 songs after today that we've rated. That's not bad. 
that isn't bad. That's that's actually really good. I didn't I didn't even count them up yet. So that's actually uh that's impressive. It's very impressive. And we haven't even scratched the <laughs> surface yet either of all of our songs. No. I know I have so many that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until this is on the list. And I know. a couple that keep getting kicked off by our Patreon voters, which Chris, do you mind taking a moment and explaining what that's all about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I will. Thank you. So we, uh, so yes, the Chris and Amanda show has a Patreon account. And as a member of our Patreon you not only help support the show, because believe me, this isn't anything that a man and I are making any sick money off of. <laughs> However, we do have some bills to pay around here, and it does help pay some of those bills. Uh, mm-hmm. But as a Patreon member, we definitely created some some fun perks. Uh, one is, is that we create additional content that we put up there. So if you've seen anything that we posted on our Instagram account, account and last week we did uh, a special one just for Instagram which is we do a lot of music video reaction uh, videos where uh, a man and I watch a video and, and, and we, we just react to it, which is, which is usually pretty funny. And I, at least we think we're funny. I don't Absolutely. <laughs> I hope you all agree with us. <laughs> uh, but another cool perk that we have is that you actually get to, as a, as a member, you actually get to dictate or sway some of the songs choices that we have on the show. So as, as Amanda explained, we do, three songs each. Uh, those are the ones that are on the show. However, in Patreon, we post four songs each. And so you get to decide which of the three songs are the three that we're going to be handing off to each other uh, for the Monday show. So you definitely get a say in that. Plus, there's all kinds of merch uh, and swag stuff and other cool, fun things that Amanda and I are working on behind the scenes. And there's also the uh, also access to the video version of the show as well. Uh, because as a man, I do this, we do record a video version that uh, gets posted as well to Patreon members. So that's all that cool stuff that's going on there. Plus, there's a little like secret. Well, not so secret, but it's there. It's our it's our uh, hidden tier. It's our <laughs> karaoke tier of if you want to see a man and I sing any song of your choosing, we will do a karaoke version together and post it for you. I am <laughs> you can so commission shocked. a song. No one has done that yet. I think we you need good entertainment, but that's okay. It's fine. And one of my I favorite think so. songs I think got so. chopped today because of our Patreon. So I can handle it. I right. can handle it. But I was like, man, I love that song. Speaking I know. I know. It's like one of my tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of your go-tos. <laughs> it's one of my go-tos. I felt that baby. But that's okay. It'll show up <laughs> on the list. It doesn't have to be 4th yeah. of July. <laughs> Nope, so, nope, not at all. It'll it'll make its way. You got to keep trying because like that JD McPherson, it was yes. like three weeks oh running. God, it so kept good. getting denied, and then finally it made it onto the show. So so true, so true. So this week, Chris is on membership for me. has its. It does. It does. Membership has its benefits. <laughs> <laughs> this week, um, the membership <laughs> chose Yankee <laughs> Rose by David Lee Roth. And the second song Chris gave them as an option is You Can Still Rock In, Rock In America. I almost said rock and roll by Night Ranger. Yep. And New York, <laughs> New York, not by Frank Sinatra, <laughs> nope. but by Ryan Adams. And yep. uh, not Brian Adams, Ryan, Ryan Adams. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that took me a second. And again, spoiler alert, I enjoyed them all. So those were Chris's choices for me to critique this week. Absolutely. And here are your song choices for me this week. So the Chicks, Traveling Soldier, Mm. Ray Charles with America the Beautiful. And I can't wait to talk about these. And Johnny Cash, Ragged Old Flag. Ooh, ooh. And as usual, for those who have listened to the show before, but for our new people, Chris always goes to songback.com and he finds all of this great history on usually all of the songs. So not only do you get some entertainment and some ratings from us in an obnoxious manner, you get a little history in between too. <laughs> so it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. If you care, if you care what our opinion of these of this music is then you'll like the show <laughs> absolutely absolutely so i think you went last week first and rated my song was mm-hmm. that true so i'll i'll jump into uh, your number so, yeah. one 
I mean, it doesn't really matter, but <laughs> so, but your first song was Yankee Rose by David Lee Roth. I enjoyed it. Diamond Dave. Oh, is that his name? Diamond Dave? Diamond Dave, DLR. Woohoo. Yeah, Diamond DLR. Dave. <laughs> DLR. I thought DLR was like a shutter thing for a camera. Isn't that like a camera? <laughs> like a type of camera? Oh, DSLR. <laughs> oh, see, I was very close. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the beginning of this song, how like basically he was like having a conversation with the guitar. Like the guitar. Yep. It was like Charlie Brown with the mom's. So I was like, wah, 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 wah. But yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's super, super clever. I don't think I've ever heard that in a song before. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think anyone I've heard a musician have a conversation with an instrument like as part of the actual song. So I thought that was just Well definitely cute. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a rock thing, um, but oh, it is? that song. I mean, Steve. Well, yeah, but it's not all songs, but it, it takes a certain band to pull it off. And so, but Dave is is definitely the the, the person to do that with because the guy is a consummate showman. So it was, and Steve I is just like the sick guitar player. It's just so good. I mean, it was like a normal, you know, rock song. I feel like, like when I think mm-hmm. of that type of music, it was very traditional in that aspect. It wasn't like crazy like hardcore rock it it was nope. if i turned on a rock station that's what i anticipate to hear that type of song and of course i love that <laughs> it has the name rose in it because that's my mama's name so i love that yes and the guitar work in it was very good very very yeah. good so i i found myself fascinated with like all of the elements of it and i really dug it yeah all right it. So I'd never had heard of David Lee Roth before, and I had never heard this song before. And so wow. all things considered, I gave it four records. All right. Woo. Diamond Dave records. getting four records. Diamond Dave showing up. So Chris and Amanda show. Woo. David, David Lee Roth was the lead singer for Van Halen. Oh. Yep, for many years okay. uh, until he left after 1984, which was their biggest record as well, 1984. And he left in 1984 after that record, after that tour, because he wanted to pursue it, a whole solo career. So with this record, David Lee Roth, Eat Him and Smile, that's the record, was this was his first – well, he had, did like a little EP of like covers with like California Girls and, uh, mm-hmm. and a couple like I, – I, I'm sure you've probably heard – his versions of I ain't got nobody, nobody. I'll have to send you some stuff, but he did a little EP with like these, like kind of like classic covers of like kind of show, show songs, uh, like Louis Prima things. So he, uh, but then, so this was his first, this was like his first record out of Van Halen and Van Halen's new record with Sammy Hagar as the new singer was also coming out. So both these records came out in 86 and it was like, sort of like this weird competition of like whose record was going to be bigger and better and all that. So Van Halen released 5150 that year and David Lee Roth released Eat Him and Smile. And it was like this really um, like as a Van Halen fan, because I'm a huge Van Halen fan. This was like, oh, my God, like what's going to what is this going to sound like? And I remember Yankee Rose was the first single on that record. And when that came out, we were like, oh, my God, this is great. Like and Steve, I who plays guitar on this on this record is Awesome. I, he is a phenomenal player, and I love it. Eddie Van Halen is my favorite guitar player of all time. Steve I is sick, like absolutely sick. I've seen Steve I play live. Awesome. And so this record, this Eat Him and Smile record for me, like I and against 5150, I think that this is a better record than 5150. Um, it's just more rock. It sounds more like classic Halen in that way. Great. Like you said, great guitar work. Mm-hmm. The song is so good. It's so much fun to listen to. You crank it up and, mm-hmm. and it fits right in with uh, our patriotic theme. It does. The, the lyrics are fantastic. And Frederick came to the stage. Let's see what, what his hey, thoughts Frederick. are. Good hey, morning. Chris, How hey, are you? Hey, Amanda. Hey, happy fifth, right? Happy, yes, day after happy, happy fifth. fifth. <laughs> hey, well, you heard, I heard the Van Halen. I got to jump up. My first ever concert, Cal Palace, San Francisco area, Van Halen. Uh, I remember sitting there waiting in line to go in and their, the limo drives in because we went really early, right? 
the limo drives mm-hmm. in and they're out and they roll the windows down, wave at us and then go in. And I, I'll never forget the cow palace. Uh, they played at the cow palace and I went and watched that. That was, geez, that was in the seventies, like late seventies. I gotta, I gotta go back and look. Yeah. I think it's late seventies, uh, <laughs> but it was a great concert. I still remember that concert. Uh, never forget. That's awesome. Yeah. That would definitely track because late seventies is when, um, Van Halen one came out. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it, – it really, in all honesty, everyone says, oh, you, when they show up to concert, they're not quite as good. And don't forget, back then in the late 70s, they didn't have all the technology they have now to make the singer sound no. better in concert, right? But yes. uh, they right. sounded really good, man. It was just It was just good. Everything was spot on. That's great. awesome I to hear. It. I loved you it. You bring man. up such a good point because I feel like when you hear somebody live and they sound maybe not as good as their album, but darn good for being live, I just find that so impressive because there's so many people who, in a live setting, you're like, ooh, they don't, they're not good live. And that's where maybe I don't, maybe a lot of the music I listen to is so fabricated that the live concerts just aren't necessarily great because they're, they're so like edited you know right so i like that you brought that up so true yeah yeah nowadays though especially amanda right they have the technology now they and i can't remember you guys probably know the technical but i know they've got they've got technology that makes them sound so much better and back then in the 70s they did not have that that's my point is they didn't have it amanda Mm -hmm. and that's and it's just tells you the skill of those guys uh and and uh you know what they they just sounded good man that's that's awesome Such a good point. Frederick, thank you for hopping up and adding to that song rating for us. Feel free to stay on the stage and and hop in whenever you might have something else to add. Yeah, and that goes for anybody else, too. As as we go along here, uh, feel free to raise your hand and and jump on up and let us know uh, whether you agree, disagree, or if you have a cool story like Frederick uh, to share or, you know, or whatever. So. And then we always uh, we always leave time at the end of the show too for if anybody else wants to jump up and uh, you know share their thoughts or if they have songs that they want to quickly talk about that's all good too. So can I just say, Chris and Amanda, I'm like, I don't want to take a show, but I got some. Uh, can I say a, a sticks? Uh, give you a sticks um, little story really quick. Sure. Sure. So sticks, I you know you know <clears throat> watch them phenomenal, great. Uh, and we had a band. I was in a band in the 70s and early 80s. I played the piano. I started playing when I was six, and I played till I was like 28. But you know, so I loved to play the Sticks and Ario Speedwagon and all that stuff I played. Mm-hmm. And and we were terrible, by the way. Our band was not good. Um, <laughs> but but the, the best part about it is um, we saw Dennis D. Young on his own probably 10 years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Phenomenal phenomenal just live on his own kind of unplugged he had a small band but a lot of it was unplugged nice his voice was still mm. rock on right there mm. man yeah. Den- dennis d young just still has that's yeah awesome. he does he's got he's got an amazing voice dennis d young that's awesome so fun thank you frederick thanks Love frederick him. appreciate it they stay like true to who they were and they continue yep. to, you know, yeah. perform. Love it. Love it. Yep. Well, I'm glad I uh, added to your, uh, I'm glad I could gift you the song into your life now, Amanda. Yankee Absolutely. Rose. Yankee Rose. <laughs> Yankee Rose. <laughs> Woohoo. Woo-hoo. All right. So your, uh, your first uh, song to me is the Chicks Traveling Soldier. And I, uh, so I, think that i've heard this song before but not their version uh and then i of course of course i found that there were other versions and i think the version i heard was the uh the shell crow version of this song um but uh so i i uh but i didn't know about the history about this song or anything like that and and so i always find that a lot with the uh, with the country songs in particular that you send me i'm always now i'm i get even more fascinated when you send me a country song because what i typically find is that the song was already written and recorded maybe by or you know by a, a artist already specifically country artist and and I always love to see well how far back does it go and and then there are I always find that there's multiple versions of that song and all that so now it becomes when you send me these songs it becomes like this like fun treasure hunt like type of thing so this song uh, was a treasure hunt so it was actually really cool so I found out uh, 
song was originally written and recorded by American country music artist Bruce Robinson in 1996, and then again he rewrote it. Uh, he he rewrote it in 1999. So I found that fascinating. That this is a song he wrote, recorded, and then and then rewrote it and re-recorded it in '99. The Dixie Chicks released their version in 2002 uh, on their album Home, and uh, this was the group's. Uh, sixth single to reach number one on the Billboard Hot Country uh, Songs chart. Back then it was called, back in the, those days, it was the Hot Country Singles and Tracks. Now it's just Hot Country Songs. Hot Country Songs. <laughs> hot Country. <laughs> hot Country. And, uh, and I just, so they did their version. Uh, Shell Crow, as I had mentioned, I think that's pretty, I think I'm pretty sure this is the version I had heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was released in 2003. And that was, she came out with that version right after the Dixie Chicks kind of fell off of number one with the song. Aaron Lewis covered the song with his, do- with his daughter, uh, Zoe Jane, uh, in 2016 on his record, Sinner. And a band, I, I don't know this band. I, Aaron Lewis, I, I, I know who he is, but this band, Home Free, released a version in 2021. And that's going to be coming off, um, I guess, a record that's coming out. So, But they released it as a signal called Land of the Free. So I was like, wow, look at all these versions of this song. It's pretty pretty cool, pretty wild. Uh, I, the, the song itself, um, as far as lyrics go, I mean, man, it really paints a picture. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's hard to not get, like, really wrapped up into the story of the song and feel very sentimental because it is. It's a, it's a, and it's a, it's, a, it's a sweet story. Um, that unfortunately doesn't have a happy ending, mm-hmm. you know, but it it's not a happy, happy ending, but yet it's still kind of like, well, it's nice because, so if anybody hasn't listened to this song, I'll give you the quick uh, rundown of it is that the song is about uh, a soldier. He's uh, he starts corresponding with, uh, with a, a girl, I guess she's in high school and they become friends. And even though they've never met each other, but they're corresponding back and forth. And, uh, and as the song keeps going, the, the letters kind of keep saying until one letter, I think, says something like, oh, it's getting crazy here. Or it's mm-hmm. getting hot, something, something along, along the lines. And then that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't heard from a while. And then at a football game, they announced um, soldiers who had been deceased and his name was on there. And nobody knew his name except for her. And so she, there's a whole thing about her crying under the bleachers and something yeah. about the only girl, you know, only this girl with the ribbon in her hair. So, I mean, it's just, a, <laughs> yeah, it's such a, it's such a, uh, uh, really, um, the, the lyrics are so like well-crafted. It really mm. paints a solid picture. Like you kind of see it as like a film as, as it's going, like you, yeah. you know, see that as a short film. So that's how, that's how my mind, mm-hmm. you know, went there. And it's, it's like, yeah. And actually I listened to it a few times. It's kind of like, oh, wow, that was, uh. You know, it's just an interesting how they do the back and forth of the correspondence. I liked yeah. it. So really yeah. well-written song, really paints a picture. I will say the only thing with this song that I felt was a little, and I and I don't know if it's just their version because I have to go back and look. It's a little long. Like, it kind of keeps going it and is. going like and going. And minutes. I was like, right, which I yeah. get because, once again, it's a story. It's this whole narrative they're trying yeah. to tell from start to finish. And so I understand. But it is. I was like, wow, this song is like every time I'm kind of like, all right, it's good. And I'm like, wow, there's still like another minute and a half to this song. This is a lot of lyrics. So, I mean, sometimes you and I talk about like, you're like, that was a really good song, but there weren't a lot of lyrics. I think maybe like 20 words, 15 words. This song has a lot of lyrics. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like how American pie just kind of keeps going. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad. American pie could, could, could definitely be shorter, but, um, but, uh, <laughs> But this song is, it's, 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 a, you know what? I really, musically, the song is like not, like, I'm not, the music isn't, I'm not going to say not great because that's not true. I mean, it, the music's mm-hmm. good. It just isn't my, not my, my flavor. Um, but I really like the lyrics a lot to this song. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think it's a cool, and I, and I, and I like, and I also like, I want to go and listen to these other covers too, because I'm always interested to see how people bring their own uh, rendition to it. I remember the Shell Crow version. And it's and it's and it's a good version too. So uh, I give this song four records. Nice. So and and mostly because I feel like the lyrics and you know the way the, they're structured and the way they paint a really a, a cool picture, um, you know, and tell that story. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it, I don't know how you can listen to the song and not like you know mm-hmm. feel something, you know. So and I feel that's, like that's why I give like it four records. 
so many of the songs today. It's like how they're patriotic songs. How how do you give right. one of them a one record? It's almost impossible. So spoiler yeah. alert: I don't think there's it any is. one records on this yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we're getting any any one records on on this episode, but. But I mean, that's true. I mean, but listen, you know, I mean, some songs, though, you do listen to and you know they're patriotic. But I mean, y- you know, sometimes there's a line of things. It's like, all right, that's kind of like mm-hmm. borderline, like cheese ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, some yeah. some patriotic songs they, are a little like, ah. <laughs> there are some that are opportunist, like, you know, where they're like, okay, we know yes. this can become a hit just because it's patriotic. Let's let's try and get right. it in there. And so they have some key words, you know, like a. Yeah. Search optimization. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I'm going to optimize the song for maximum patriotism. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree. And that's where I think traveling soldier it's, it's, it's a very powerful story and a very realistic one that, mm-hmm. you know, freedom isn't free and you know, people nope. who lose their lives leave loved ones behind. And oh, it's, 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 I like that you gave it four records. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> Your number two song was actually. Let's check in with everyone. How's everyone doing? Okay, down there. I was gonna hop in, but like, all right, all oh. right. I like it. All right, all good right. Deal, good deal. Okay, so your number two is "You Can Still Rock in America" by Night Ranger. You can still rock in America. <laughs> all right, all day, all, all night, all day. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got it has really nice guitar intro. Really like Oh yeah. It. Brad very, Gillis very is awesome. And I can't quite like I can't I'm not to the point where I can tell like great guitar work versus not great guitar work, but I like I know at least what my ears kind of can tolerate and then what my ears actually don't mind listening to. And so that's how I like I rate my guitar work. Like like ooh. Or, ooh, it didn't hurt my ears. <laughs> so it didn't hurt my ears, so that means it's good guitar work. <laughs> I was going to say, I like this unit of measurement. The Amanda's <laughs> right. unit of measurement of good guitar work. Good guitar work. It either causes pain or it doesn't. <laughs> it's that complicated, everyone. <laughs> Again, I have to say, this is that like traditional rock song. You know, that oh, yeah. I... I anticipate what if I turn on a rock station, which I don't often do. And I think there's some like even guitar solos like throughout the the song itself. And it was, again, very, very good. I just think the guitar work in all of the songs are are very impressive. Different guitar work, but very impressive. Um, I felt like this song, if I was at like a firework concert... This is one that I just felt like it would be playing and it just would be so part of the scene. Yeah. It just sets the scene of a celebration. And so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it for for that. I just felt like the first song was good, but it, it was more of a, um, I don't want to say it was a love song, but it, it was about, you know, a rose or whatever that was like a firecracker and all of that good stuff where this was just, it just felt a little different to me. It just felt like... They wrote it with the intent to party. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's how I, I felt about it. And the last thing I wrote was the Rock in America, like the chorus that had like a choir singing it. I just thought that was like a really great addition because I'm past choir nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ooh, this is like a nice marrying of the word or the worlds. So with all of that being said... It's a good song. I liked it. I can't justify giving it a five, but it's a solid four. Not just a 4.0. It's 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 getting up there. It's like a 4.8, 4.7-ish. Right. Right? It's, it's close it's, to five. I like it was that. Close. Yeah. So I really, I really enjoyed this one. I, I love you digging Night them. Ranger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the name's a little different. but it was it was a good patriotic song this song rips song totally rips i i love this song night ranger early 80s (laughs) early 80s night ranger is just a sight to 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 behold they they are great um they wrote so many good songs and then they had their like big hits like i'm sure you probably know sister christian that's probably a song you, you may know 
I might if I. I'll have it. to send it to you. Okay. Uh, it's very piano driven, and it's like a piano, like it's like a, it's like a, you know, like a rock ballad type thing. And I really want to see what they look like, but I've promised myself to not watch. <laughs> like I only look up lyrics is all I try to do yeah. because I want when we're doing our reaction videos to the video, right. I want it to be like really yeah. authentic and stuff. <laughs> so like I'm dying yeah. to like see what they look like, but yeah, no spoilers on that. So quick, so quick, uh, while we got a quick, I'm going to give a quick music history here about Night Ranger and specifically their guitar player, Brad Gillis. So Brad Gillis is just a phenomenal player. He actually, uh, for anybody that, that listens to Ozzy Osbourne may know this story, but so, um, in Ozzy's, Ozzy's first two records, uh, as a solo artist, he, uh, was with uh, Randy Rhodes is was the guitar player. Randy Rhodes is was like another guy like Eddie Van Halen who transformed the way rock guitar was played and looked at and just brought the whole genre up a whole other level because he was a classically trained musician. Randy Rhodes wound up passing away in a plane accident um, while they were on tour with a few other members of Ozzy's entourage. They wanted to go for a ride in a plane. He went for a ride in a plane and the plane crashed and, and he, and he passed away. And so we lost the, I mean, this is back in 82 and we lost a, a tremendous musician who like totally, I mean, thinking about what he would have been, cap- been capable of today with the music he was creating. Yeah. That being said, so, but Ozzy was still on tour. They were trying to promote the record and obviously he was devastated. I mean, this was huge. So, yeah. but they needed to, but to, to kind of keep the things going. They needed to find a guitar player and Brad Gillis, came in and auditioned and was the replacement for Randy Rhodes for a short amount of time, but only, um, and live for like live setting. And actually mm. he, uh, they did some of that. And then he wound up doing like a little like tour as with just playing old black Sabbath songs, like just trying to get back. So anyway, Brad Gillis was Randy Rhodes, like the immediate fill in, uh, while they looked for someone permanent and the night Ranger had kind of started taking off. And he'd left and went to join back with Night Ranger because Night Ranger was starting to get some commercial success at that time. Because when he did this, Night Ranger kind of wasn't like on the map yet. So he was like, well, I'll go play and, you know, maybe this and I'll see kind of. But that Night Ranger started taking off. So he went back to Night Ranger, finished his commitments with Ozzy. And, but that was it. So um, just a little little bit of trivia there. for uh, And everybody knows Ozzy's had a lot of guitar players and. And uh, and and he's had a lot of talented people in and out of his bands, but that's just a little bit of a uh, little bit of music that's trivia. So tragic. There I just feel like so many musicians died so early just because of playing accidents. Oh yeah, yeah, but all, all like weird freakish stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you think about like the Big Bopper and Richie Valens and yeah. you know Buddy Holly, how that you know, so which tragic. we found out with the Wailing Jennings story mm-hmm. that Wailing Jennings was supposed to be on that plane be on and he didn't plane. and he didn't get on the plane. See, that's why now we <laughs> need to hopefully yeah. get some good laughs from this show, but you really get some good entertainment. I mean, some good history is what I'm meaning. <laughs> let, let, little music history. <laughs> I haven't heard that used in that way in a while. Raphael was saying rips. Um, did I say rips? Oh, rips. Yeah, the song it. rips. It rips. It rips. Like that guitar, <laughs> that shreddery. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Shreddery. You can still rock it America. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh my God, love that song. You really can. Yes, thank you. Still rocking America. You can still rock in America. That's right. Night Rangers <laughs> decreed it. <laughs> That's our public service announcement for today. You can still rock in America. <laughs> That's right. If there's anything you learn on a Chris and Amanda show, it's that you could still rock in America. That's right. Rocking <laughs> with Dockin. Rocking with Dockin. Rocking with Dockin. Or today, it's rocking with Amanda and Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. So, <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, to keep the show going here. Uh, so, your second song to me um, was Ray Charles, America the Beautiful, his version of America the Beautiful, which I feel like if you haven't ever heard this version, I mean, I, I it's, it is such a great version of the uh, to me it's like the version of this song i mean american beautiful has been done mm-hmm. so many times i mean i mean if any any kind of sports games I, you've heard it done in every in every which way but i'll tell you ray charles version of this song is just like you just mm. hear it man you hear the soul you hear the passion it's just great phenomenal 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 musician uh but 
as I got to, because I, I was like, wow, the history of this song is actually fascinating when I started digging into it. So um, I do have a bunch of notes here that I want to share with people as, as I was digging into some of the history of the song. So, uh, so I found a lot of these notes on songfacts.com as, uh, as, as I always try to do when, when they, when they have them there. But so some interesting background about this, this, uh, song. So the lyrics to American the Beautiful was written by a, uh, by a professor named, uh, Katherine Lee Bates, who wrote it as a poem that was first published in 1895. And at the time, America, this was something I didn't actually even know. At the time, America, the word America was rarely used in reference to the United States. It does not appear in a Star Spangled Banner. But over the next few years, when a country claimed Puerto Rico, the Philippines, Cuba, Guam, and Hawaii as overseas territories, it was much more than a collection of states and better described as an empire known as America. The song helped to popularize the, popularize the term, which Theodore Roosevelt used regularly when he became president in 1901. Um, America the Beautiful became a song in 1926 when the poem was combined with the music of a hymn written by Samuel Ward called Materna for a contest by the National Federation of Music Clubs and it remained the most popular America song until Kate Smith recorded Irving Berlin's God Bless America in 1938. I just, I find this stuff like fascinating. Um, The, uh, the, so the lyrics were written by Catherine, you know, Catherine uh, Lee Bates and Samuel Ward was actually a church organist and a choir master at the great, at the Grace Episcopal Church in Newark, New Jersey. Really? And the two never met. They never met each other either. So, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, look at that. New Jersey, yo, New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Still always bringing it. New Jersey, <laughs> always bringing it. Um the uh, the words were the poem was actually originally entitled Pike's Peak and it was first published on the fourth of July in eighteen ninety five in an edition of the church periodical The Congregationalist. It was at that time that the poem was first entitled America. Many artists have recorded this, including Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, but Ray Charles' version mm. is by far the most famous version. Uh, his version was adapted, arranged, and recorded in at RPM International Studios in Los Angeles to celebrate the bicentennial of the United States of America uh, United States of America's Declaration of Independence from Great Britain the recording was released on Crossover Records in April of 1976 so just wanted to give a little little background Good about lesson. um just the song and how it evolved because I actually did not know any of this I just you know I, I mean you hear it you don't think to like where did it come from and you know, and actually in school a lot too, like you're taught about the Star Spangled Banner, right? And that's one of the things that you, you learn in school and history uh, here in the United States. But this song, like I was never, I can't ever remember being taught the history of, of the song and the evolution of it. No. So this was, uh, obviously there's way more you can find out about it. There's the whole poem. That's all, like all this stuff's online. So you can find it. This is just the highlights. But this is how I just found that interesting, how the poem became the song mm-hmm. and, um you know, would put music to it, and then here it is, and it keeps. And then you have this Ray Charles rendition of oh. the song that is just a soaring, uh, soaring, beautiful song. I mean, he he does it really great in in the only way Ray Charles can do it. So, mm-hmm. uh, just five records. I mean, just I'm just oh. I, it's like not even like a it. question. I mean, it's a this is a five record uh, version of this song for sure. It's just so. I challenge, well, and maybe I, maybe I'm just partial to it, but I challenge anyone who's well, just walking around, if they heard that start playing, like, I just feel like everyone would pause for a second and just like reset and listen just because it's that good. It's such a showstopper. Yeah. And that's what five records is. It is. About. And when, exactly. And there's some, so many great videos on YouTube of him performing this version, you know, uh, at live at like, uh, I think mm-hmm. the world series, he did it great. And. He's yeah. done it, I think, before Super Bowl or something. Like, but he's done it. So, and every time, every time you watch a video of him doing it, it's just like just blows you away. So, he's fascinating. So, five records. I yeah. like it. Yes. Yeah, five like record it. version of this song. Yep. Very, very good. So All we're right. wrapping up. That was our second set of songs. How's everyone doing? Everyone agree with kind of how it's been going? Clap if you are happy with our scoring thus far. 
Nice. Thank you. All right. All right. And Mike said, um, New Jersey all day <laughs> as a fellow. All day. New all Jersey day. <laughs> all day long. I love it. So good deal. Good deal. We're we're moving to us third songs. Ooh, Victoria wants cool. to come up. Let's let's let Victoria. I think she's gonna add to maybe something we yes. discussed. Welcome. Hey Victoria. Victoria. Hey, how are you? Oh, this is such a fun show. Thank you. I just wanted to add two little things. The first one was when you were speaking about some wonderful musicians that we've lost in plane crashes. Mm. I thought of Patsy Cline. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Heartbreaking loss. Yeah. She was, the way she captured a song and just the emotion that she Mm. gave and then Mm. everything that she went through to get to that point in her life. Mm -hmm. Every time I think of her, I just, she's amazing. And the second thing was just to share just a personal experience. I had the joy, the absolute joy of seeing Ray Charles at the Hollywood Bowl. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. And that only came about because I was, I happened to be living in LA at the time and a friend of mine was in New York and she said, oh, I just saw Ray Charles. And and she was just raving about him. And then all of a sudden it just came up that he was coming to the Hollywood Bowl. So I was like, oh my God, based on my friend, because she's awesome. I had to go and see him. And so, yes, I love how I love everything. I love his work in general, Mm -hmm. but how he does um, uh, America. Uh, My God, he did. And I think what I love so much about it, and maybe it's why it's interesting because you said we don't talk about it in school. And I thought of two things. A woman wrote the poem and an African-American sang it like that. And I thought that Mm -hmm. was interesting. I don't know what's subliminal about that. But that's what came to mind. But yeah, it is just beautiful. Just beautiful. So I wanted to thank you for sharing that information and just popping it out that. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Victoria, thank you so much for hopping up to the stage and, and sharing your story that you were able to see him. I, I know not a lot of people can say that. So that's such a great opportunity. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you. Oh, and highly recommend the film. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it is feel good. Free, feel free to stay on the stage if you want or go down to the audience, whatever you're you're wanting to do. Um, we're, we're friendly and we won't bite. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. That was great. Wonderful. All right. Chris's third and final song for me to rate was New York, New York by Ryan Adams. And I had, of course, never heard it before. I had never even heard of Ryan Adams. I was like, Ryan Adams? New York, New York? There was a lot of conflicting <laughs> things because I had heard New York, New York, but by Frank Sinatra. And I had heard of Ryan Adams, but not Ryan Adams. So I was all sorts of confused when you first sent these songs over. Um, I thought you might. I thought you might. I was like, <laughs> well, was, you know. <laughs> I had to really, like, Google um, just to figure it out. And so... I'm going to say this one as well had a really nice intro. I feel like all Mm -hmm. three of these songs had a really nice entry into the the songs. And do you know, I listened to this probably five times before I was – and my notes were like, how is this patriotic? And so I finally Googled the lyrics, and the very first words were (laughs) – Yep. I shuffled through the city on the 4th of July. I was like, yep. I missed that. Now, for everyone in the audience, we know I make up words, so I just must have like walked right over <laughs> that. It in my head substituted Fourth of July for something else because <laughs> I was like, "How is this patriotic?" Because it talked about like Christmas is like in there a little bit too. So I was really confused. So once I googled like the lyrics. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? And now it seems so obvious when I listen to it again. But so I answered my own question by a little research there. Um, I enjoyed all of the lyrics. It just was very, very, um, yeah. just, I don't want to say poem-like, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's just, it is it though. Lot of, it is. Had a lot of elements to it. A lot of little stories into the bigger story. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was good. I, I don't have like, they all just, all three songs, I can't like come up with anything negative to say about them just because I feel like they were all good in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And this one was no different. I liked 
the the guitar was different than the other two. So it, oh yeah. What kind of guitar was this versus the other two? Well, so Ryan Adams um, is definitely much more of a he's he's sort of like what you would consider like alt country. Uh, he is he was actually the singer in a band, which I think you would actually dig this band if you listen to him because okay, they they were called Whiskey Town, and he was in, and they were definitely, definitely like country. more of an alt country. Yeah um kind of uh like bad you know and a little bit of rock a country a little twang and 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 ryan adams is sort of this artist that like he just does like he just writes music whatever he wants to write some and if you listen to even this this record this is like one of my favorite ryan adams records it's it's a mix of everything there's some more country honky tonk kind of stuff and then there's more like things that are this which is like sort of like that like folkish rock mm-hmm. kind of a feel and uh and it's just and it's just great and this song is that and i feel like it's very emblematic of the song itself like this kind of this love letter to new york mm-hmm. uh type of thing and uh, you know just talking about his experiences and you know in new york and i, I love how it just starts with like you know shuffle my feet on fourth of you like i just i think yeah. that's so great and i love at the end of this song with the horns and everything because this then reminds me of because i tried spoiler alert i tried to get a chicago song on this uh this edition of the show and it did not make it, it did not it did get not. the re- the required votes because it was going to be saturday <laughs> afternoon in the park and uh which is all about like him being in a park on the fourth of july and in and uh but so the end of this has got that like chicago kind of feel with the horns kind of mixing over each other and, uh yeah I, so i this what he's playing here is just sort of like an acoustic guitar mixed in with a little mm-hmm. like rock but it's way different whereas you would probably consider like David Lee Roth and Night Ranger, more of like arena rock bands, like total arena rock. Definitely that early eight, mid eighties um, mm-hmm. sound with, you know, like I said, like shredding fast guitar playing all this, the flash and, and everything. This song is much more like stripped down being, you know, much more singer songwriter kind of stuff. And that's what Ryan Adams is. Um, and that's what he, he, he always does. So, and he's done different bands. He's done different versions of a solo thing. He's done Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. He's done, uh, others. He actually did something too, which actually, I think you would really dig. He did an entire, um, front to back, uh, re-recording of Taylor Swift's 1984, oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> his style. So he rearranged a lot of the songs as Ryan. And it's actually, it's really, it's really cool. I, I actually really like it a lot. Um, I, I think Fine. you, I think you might dig it too. I'll, I'll send it to you. I think you, you'll like it. But anyway, Ryan Adams, New York, New York. It was, it was good, and the the guitar work was more traditional to how I would listen to it. So this is very, yeah. It makes sense to me that you just said everything that you just said. That he is a little bit countryish and and everything like that. So, mm. um, with all of that being said, I gave this one four records as well. So four nice. records. All throughout nice. Chris's songs today because I just felt like they all deserved it. Probably my favorite was number two. Right. And that okay. was the closest to being a five, but not quite like mm-hmm. when you go like Ray Charles and that one neck to neck, it's, yeah. it's hard to like do fives for both of them. So yep. solid fours all the way around. So amazing choices, Chris. Amazing choices. And I had never heard right. any of them. So I'm glad that I was able to add these to my playlist. And by that, I mean the Chris and Amanda playlist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Chris and Amanda playlist, which by the way is like, I looked at it, It's like over six hours of music now. Over That's over six hours great. of music. Yeah. I love it. It's such a selection. So it's so fun to listen to, though. It is. It's extremely eclectic. And, uh, but yeah, it's fun. It's like, oh, what's coming on next? I don't know. When you listen to a shuffle, it's like, I have no <laughs> idea what's coming up next. You can get the, the chicks into like Operation Ivy, mm-hmm. into. Uh, into Wailing Jennings and then into the Misfits. I mean, you know, it's you have no idea what's coming at you back on that playlist. <laughs> yeah, back to Elvis again. <laughs> Some Kentucky rain. <laughs> Kentucky, cold Kentucky rain. Cold Kentucky rain. Cold Kentucky rain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so your last, one. your last song for me is the Man in Black himself. Yes. Johnny Cash. Johnny yeah. Cash. Uh, Ragged. No, not a stranger. I think we no. just did a Johnny Cash song like one or two shows ago. So, um, and we've done the chicks before too. Uh, but so yeah, Ragged Old Flag by Johnny Cash. Mm. And so 
this song I had heard before, but not like on the radio. I actually remember when the, uh, I think it was the Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowls. I think it was the, the, I can't remember which number it was, but I think it was a Patriots and Falcons Super Bowl. I think it was okay. that one. Of course. And they the did. <laughs> well, they, and they, yeah. And they did a whole open with this playing and like showing like, oh. you know, pictures of, uh, and videos of servicemen and, uh, you know, all servicemen, women, you know, everybody serving, coming home. I was really, really, um, really well done. I think the video is on YouTube. You could watch like what that, what that original was. But that's when I remember hearing that for the mm. first time. Um, but I kind of never really thought, actually, I didn't even say, <laughs> I, I just don't know much about like all the music. So I, I thought, oh, this was something Johnny Cash like recorded for that. But then no, it's not. I mean, it's a Johnny Cash song that he wrote back in 1974 when I found out. Let me see. Yeah, I think it was like 74 on Ragged Old Flag. That, that's the name of the record. So I wanted to find out what the history of this was. And, you know, it's actually not too, it's very, you know, as far as Johnny Cash goes, it's kind of straightforward. He wrote this song um, in the wake of President Nixon's resignation. He was a big Nixon supporter, huge staunch supporter of Nixon. We had to go see him in the White House. But after the the, the his resignation and downfall, things you know, Johnny Cash was kind of like he started thinking a lot about like, wait a second, you know, like it, it just made him start questioning and, and wondering about things about you know America. And so this is why he wrote this song. So. Um, he just had some doubts because of Nixon's policies regarding the Vietnam war as well. And so this was just sort of like his like outpouring of what he was thinking at that exact time, you know, ragged old flag. Mm. So I also like that he did this in a spoken word style. Cause it does feel like, like a poem, you know, like yeah. it's just that cool spoken word. Like only he can do it. Like his voice is like, it's, it's there's it certain really people you hear and you a song. <laughs> right. I know. It's literally like a poem that yeah. has some music behind it. Like that's mm-hmm. you know, look, America, you know, America, the beautiful. It's a, it was a poem. They, they threw some music behind it. It's, yeah. and that's kind of what, you know, this is even more spoken word. Whereas America, the beautiful, when you hear Ray Charles sing it, it's like, <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and uh, so if anybody doesn't know this song, uh, I highly recommend you, you check it out. You listen to it. Um, but uh, basically just what the song's about is he tells a story about a visitor encountering, encountering an old man in a town square, and they talk about what both the flag and America has been through together. The song is reflective of Cash's patriotism and his love of America, and that's part of the reason Cash gained uh, such crossover appeal among fans of country rock, roll, rock and roll, blues, folk, and gospel. So, you know, he, this this was this his, like, right place right time for him to like want to write the song and it's uh was something that when it was released it was great in live performances but never charted or it did chart i'm sorry it charted only reached number 31 in a country so it was just kind of like weird to think that like johnny cash released a song and it didn't go right to number one or even in the top 10 it was like it's a song that really once again you said it well too it's like calling it a song is kind of like it's a it's really a poem that he wrote with music behind it, which I guess you could say is a song, but it's not in the traditional sense of yeah, it's you know more some of, a narration of his than right, yes, yeah, and he's just really telling a story. It's like you you just hear him telling the story like at a campfire or something. So yeah, um, but this was uh, apparently this was a really popular live song for him to do, and uh, and you know unfortunately it didn't too, do too well in the charts, but. Because of things like being used with the NFL and some other things, it really was a song that gained a lot of traction, gained a lot of new fans, and it was a good, you know, it was just, it's, it's one of these songs that uh, when you listen to it, you, you really are kind of gripped by the by where it's going, you know, and he keeps going through, like, the ages, starting with the Revolutionary War, mm. and obviously being written in the 70s, it reaches a point, you know, th- through Vietnam I know that when he did a live version of this, I think in the 2000s, he kind of incorporated some of the stuff that was going on in the Middle East and things like that. And, uh, you know, and after, too, this was another song that really found a a real second life, too, with, uh, you know, after September 11th and all that. So, you know, it's kind of one of these songs that he wrote, and it's sort of like has been there for the nation when, you know, things happen and people are really, you know, need a song like this to – yeah. to to get through things or you know and so it's, it's and it's and i think that's because it's how he wrote it too he wrote it as a way of working through the things he was feeling at the time about you know the country and his support and things like in the vietnam war and all those types of things so um 
you know, it's Johnny Cash, it's Man in Black, it's Ragged Old Flag. I mean, there's nothing, you know, there you can't really, there's absolutely nothing negative to say unless you're just like, hey, I don't like a spoken word song like this, and I'd rather him do more of the traditional stuff. But I mean, at that point, well, what's traditional? You know, it's just right. it's what he was feeling, and he did it, and and there it is. So exactly what he does. Yeah, right, and that's what Johnny Cash does. Like he's like the punk rock country guy, man. He, what he says is what he does. <laughs> what he that's it. Is it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, um, I mean, listen, there, for me, there's it's uh it's a really cool tune, uh, really well structured. I, I like that it's like this kind of like spoken word, like beat poet type thing. <laughs> it mm-hmm. makes me feel a little like that kind of like a beat generation type snappy. thing. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, snapping. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> the country country. Um, so I would give this I would give this a solid four four records. Nice. And the only reason why I, like I don't that. give it five is because when you hear like America the Beautiful, you're like, this is perfect version. Um and I think that while as good as this song is, I think it's an acquired taste for some. Um and I, I don't know if I would just go and put this one on, but it's there's I got really nothing negative to say about. It. So I mean it's it's a high four records. I'll put it to you that way. Just maybe under five. I love that. And it's a powerful song. Sometimes I, well, yes. oftentimes I listen to music to escape. And this doesn't allow you to escape. Like you have to like truly listen to the story and it's I don't want to say you have to be in the mood to listen to it, but you have to be in the mood to really absorb it and hear the words that he's mm-hmm. doing. And I just love, I'm not saying I'm like Johnny Cash, but <laughs> cause that's just insane. But I feel like he really just approached his music from feelings. And that's me. He wrote his feelings down. Yeah. He sung it the way his feelings said to f- sing it or, or talk it out. And it ended yeah. up, just being what it was supposed to be. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's why he's just so powerful is it came from a part, the inner part of his, mm-hmm. his self. Um, yep. Just love him. Love him. And the man in black, the man in black. And there's a song on why he wears black and you won't see him in white. That's right. That's a good one too. That might end up on the list too. I might end up, I might end up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how is everyone doing down there? Yeah, clap it up. If awesome. anyone wants to come up to the stage, and now is the perfect time that we invite everyone up to to talk about what they liked, what they didn't like. Did you, do they agree with our ratings? Um, any stories behind it like Victoria had and Frederick had? Feel free to hop up onto the stage. Um, and in the meantime, I think what a show for... Four records, all on your songs, and yep. on my songs, four records, and one five song. So five and records. And you got a fiver. And so I, I think at the end of the day, what it shows is patriotic sonic or patriotic songs get good ratings. <laughs> That's right. In, instant, instant good ratings. <laughs> <laughs> but these songs, I think, were not up, up or tunist songs. I think they were really no. written and sung from a, a space of sincerity. And I think that's why they got the good ratings that they did. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, exactly. It's coming from a, a place from where, yeah, they, they wanted to share something they were feeling at that time. And they did, you know, and, and Ray Charles, I mean, he didn't write that song, but that performance is just outstanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you hear that and you can't like, <laughs> that's not fake. That's not phony. It's not manufactured. Like that's, that's him. That's him he's, singing it and do, doing, you know, he, feeling it. I know it's it, him doing his thing. So, you know, there's nothing, uh, nothing could beat that. <laughs> no, no. And I think oftentimes in the music industry and even within acting, so often people are chosen because of their outside package. Correct. You know, they yeah. have the look and the yeah. talent comes secondary. And I think with, most of the songs we choose on this show, it's really talent first and mm-hmm. outside appearance second, which sometimes yeah. we're really shocked by the outside appearance <laughs> in the reaction videos. <laughs> I know. 80, those 80 videos don't lie. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> the hair. The hair. <laughs> the hair. Amanda wants herself some of that hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
one day, one day I'm going to learn how to frizz it out real good like that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to bring the Farrah Fawcett bangs back one of these days. You're going to bring it back. When Chris's wife allows me permission. <laughs> I'm on a strict no bang order from Rachel. You're on, you're on a strict no bang, no bangs order. <laughs> no bangs order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Well, Victoria, thanks for hopping on stage with us and, and adding to the story today. Did you have any final thoughts that you wanted to add to the show? Uh, just thank you. I The songs that you shared today, I'm actually going to go and look up. And it's in line with some of the work that I do, especially the one about um, from Johnny Cash. I'm really curious about that one right now. So thank you. Uh, you had a great show, and um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of it. I'm Victoria, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and for anyone who might be newer to the audience, we do this every single Monday, 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. And I know that doesn't always work for everyone. So the replays, if you're listening to this as a replay, thank you, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed it. And this was this was fun. It was nice to honor our our nation's right. birthday on Absolutely. July the fifth. <laughs> on July the fifth. Well, you know, it's just it's always uh, you know when we always get to this holiday every year, it's always like that that total midway point. Now, like yeah. we're now in the second half of the year. So you know what that means, friends. Christmas is less than six months away. Woo, woo. We, we and, may be doing a Christmas in July special. I think we might have to. Um, <laughs> can we get any support from the audience that Christmas in July is something you guys would be in, enjoy listening to? Someone please clap. Yes. <laughs> you got to clap. Yes. Gotta clap. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that um, I had a friend who does that. He goes shopping in July for his Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. So he's all prepared. And I was thinking about how you can actually introduce all these wonderful songs that people, because you always get the traditional songs. But to start introducing some of the other songs that are available to start incorporating, because, you know, we just have to plan so much in advance now. I just think that would be great. So that's, I think that would. Victoria has spoken. Thank you. <laughs> I I am a Christmas music uh, connoisseur. I collect specialty <laughs> Christmas songs from all over. So I have so many, so many wonderful holiday songs to to share with Amanda that I can't wait to do. Oh my gosh! I, I, I <laughs> mine are much more traditional. But... Yes, mine are not. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the version or who's singing it isn't the t- most popular and traditional Correct. version of it. So I'm excited to share and we'll have plenty more sharing in December. Yes. too. Like Chris said, maybe we'll have to do the entire month just because. Well, I think so. <laughs> Man, I love Christmas. Yeah. Well, what I think we'll do too is we'll, uh, you know, if, uh, if everybody's looking for that, that playlist, for the holidays, I think that what you and I will do is start constructing the official Chris and Amanda holiday playlist. So that's what we'll do. And we'll start that with a with a Christmas in July episode. That would be so much fun. So <laughs> my my faces in the video version of this are going to be very happy looking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, think if we could have our own C D at some point of every like our top top songs. Yeah. Right. That'd be great. Amanda holiday edition. That's right. The holiday edition. Holiday edition. You know, if you think about it, it's like Leonard Maltin who curates films. Yeah. You're just curating songs. That's a great idea. This is just the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> we're we're wishing it up we're i wish you could all it. see amanda's face right now uh because it's amazing amanda's like <laughs> you, i think we all just gave amanda an early christmas yeah yeah exactly we just gave her an early christmas present here yep because the next one is also in her mind <laughs> 
know, the thing is, Chris and I just love doing this show so much. It, it makes our day. We count down the days until, you know, happy Chris and Amanda day, which mm-hmm. I we're gaining momentum. I mean, I think hump day is going to be a thing in the past. It's going to be happy Chris and Amanda day. It's going to be trending one of these days. I mean, we're owning Mondays. We're owning Mondays. We're owning the market <laughs> share on Mondays. <laughs> Everyone else can fight over the other six days. <laughs> but we need those Mondays. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's so well, great. thank you all so much for hanging in there and tuning in with us. And hopefully you enjoyed the the history lesson that Chris provided. And maybe there wasn't as much entertainment on this one just because the topic and the theme was a little bit different. And you know, they're the songs themselves were just so solid. It's just a lot yeah. of good conversation that came out of this episode. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, these, you know, when you do something like this, it's like there's nothing really, you know, this isn't like giving you misfit skulls, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but uh but you know, it still was able to introduce some some, you know, new music that you hadn't heard before. And, you know, and vice versa so it's like listening to some of these songs and learning about them it's, it's great it's fun it's all good so really happy Absolutely. to have done this episode this was this was a fun one this was fun for sure so if anyone wants to access that playlist that we speak of if you just go to the chris and show.com you can find yep. all of our information there links to our past shows the spotify playlist and information about ourselves that's a great way to contact us if you're wanting to reach out and just have a conversation we also invite you to come over to our instagram page we're very very active over there and so feel free to send us a message over there as well because we'll both get a copy of it and we can see it and we'll we'll both respond um, if you have any ideas for themed shows feel free to send us a dm as well uh, we just ended up on tiktok thanks to our good friend chris here <laughs> and we're having yes. a lot of fun on there and chris just did a youtube channel for us as well so stay tuned for that we are expanding yep. the chris and amanda empire <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. There will be lots so more content. <laughs> we yeah. hope you all enjoy it as much as we love making it. Yes, absolutely. It's just, it's too much fun. It's great. And I guess lastly, we're going to do our normal after party over on IG. Every time yes. we close down the show, we head over to IG and do a live. So if you want to be part of our Instagram live over there, feel free to find us over there at the Chris and Amanda show is the handle. Um, and hopefully we'll see you over there. Chris, any final thoughts from you? Just uh, so happy. We're, we're on episode 11. We're just wrapping up episode 11. This is great. I'm loving this. I uh, really appreciate everybody who's uh, came and spent some time with us live today on uh, the day after the, uh, the U.S. holiday here, uh, July well, it's July 4th, yesterday, July 5th. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hope everybody's going to enjoy the rest of their day. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your Monday. And for those of us that all have the day off today, hope you guys have a ton of fun uh, hanging out, eating eating whatever leftover food and finishing whatever leftover beverages from yesterday and, uh, <laughs> and just relaxing and uh, enjoying the time um, with friends and family. So I really appreciate all of you spending some time with us today. It means a lot to Amanda and I. So thank you all so much for your Awesome support. Love you guys. Thank you. Yes. And Victoria and Frederick, thank you for coming up to the stage. And everyone who commented, thank you. And we will hopefully see you over on Instagram. Until then, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.